all in the wonderful name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. Today, kitaba kishara lilina linzula mudimo. For me, it's the first time kiemo mopeleaba atu kito rera linzula mudimo. So, kerato lebuga muruti in his absence, the executive ya kreke for giving me this opportunity to come and stand before you and share the word of God today. It wasn't my will, but it was the will of God. And in Isaiah 60, verse 22, God said, when the time is right, I will make it happen. And today he has made it happen for me. So before we go into the word, uh, when I got the message that I will be coming here and preaching the word of God, for me, so many questions were racing through my mind. Asking myself, why me out of all the people in the church? Why was I chosen? Why wasn't I chosen for giving offerings, maybe doing word of encouragement? Why the word of God? I've never done it before. Will I be able to do it? So many questions were racing through my mind. But then I put my trust in the Lord and kept on praying so that he helped me on this day. And... It also reminded me of the scripture in the book of Esther, chapter 2, verse 17. Esther was a young woman who had no parents, was taken in by her uncle Mordecai. Uh, Esther found approval and favor from the king, and she was made queen instead of Vasti. So I believe God as well has found favor in me, and I'm standing here today and doing his will. Before we go into the word, all of us in here, I believe we are born again Christians. And today we shall be receiving what God has brought into my heart and to share with you. The title of my message is, What Type of a Christian Are You? God is asking today, what type of a Christian are you? All of us in here are born again. We have accepted Jesus Christ as our Lord and personal Savior. By doing this, we believe that Jesus Christ is the Messiah, that one day he will come back and we shall be with him in heaven and we shall rejoice with him. Uh, we also believe that he has died for our sins and then he rose from the dead. So we're going to be looking at the different types of uh, Christ, uh, Christians that we've, we get in this day and age. So we're going to read our scriptures from the book of Matthew 13, verse 1 to 9, and then again from 18 to 23. Before we read the word, I'm going to pray and then we'll read the word. As your children, 
o tsama emahlweni ka nwina hingisela ri tora nwina ni ri Jehova xikwembushanga akube nwena mbalabula ku na timbilo ta munhu nwana nwanya nlanga kona endlwini leyi ku va rona ri to leri nga ta tsama yanya hi rona emkari nkwae ku va rona leri hosi xikwembu ri nga ta ikotisa ku emahlweni vutongwe mzaina ri ipfuna ngenelela ni mwalo kwetsima minifuna eka ngari nwa sheshi ibito ra Yesu Kristo wa Nazareth na kensa ka ngwaso amen Uh, we're going to read from Matthew 13, verse 1 to 9, and then again from 18 to 23. That same day, Jesus went out of the house and sat beside the sea, and great crowds gathered about him so that he got into a boat and sat down, and the whole crowd stood on the beach. And he told them many things in parables, saying, A sower went out to sow, and he sowed. Some seeds fell along the path, and the birds came and devoured them. Other seeds fell on rocky ground, where they did not have much soil, and immediately they sprang up, since they had no depth of soil. But when the sun rose, they were scorched, and since they had no root, they withered away. Other seeds fell among thorns and the thorns grew up and choked them. Other seeds fell on good soil and produced grain. Some a hundredfold, some 60, some 30. Who has ears let him hear. And then we're going to move to verse 18. Here then the parable of the sower When anyone hears the word of the kingdom and does not understand it the evil one comes and snatches away what has been sown in his heart this is what was sown along the path as for what was sown on rocky ground this is the one who hears the word and immediately receives it with joy yet he has no root in himself but endures for a while and when tribulations and or persecutions arises on account of the word immediately he falls away as for what was sown among thorns this is the one who hears the word but he cares of the world and the deceitfulness of the riches choke the word and it proves unfruitful as for what was sown on good soil this is the one who hears the word and understand it He indeed bears fruit and yield in one case a hundredfold in another 60 and in another 30. So from the word we've just read right now Jesus Christ was standing before the crowd and explaining the parable of the sower. Uh the f- first type of Christian that we get in this day and age is a stagnant christian or a hard hard christian stagnant meaning this christian is inactive they 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 do not do anything for the lord uh, this christian hears the word of the lord each and every sunday they come to church they hear the word or wherever they are they hear the word of the lord but they do not change their ways their hearts are hard 
no matter how the pastors preach, no matter wherever they are going, they hear the word of God, their hearts don't change. They are stubborn. Muruti mamopili bare unali a crusade or a revival or lijima ariengwa roberek muto ukuile muruto abulela limudi moliye no bulela liye na gore ariyekuwa wotu she odira something for namudimo wawo mara war ah akina nako ya jewe kisanya ka odira 1 2 3 mudimo anya ki jewe unyaka pilu yawo so let us not harden our hearts for the word of the of the lord mudima bulela le rena are mugwe ritheletse what he is telling us to do so that at the end of the day his will will be fulfilled this type of a christian is a Christian who doesn't believe that Jesus is Lord and died and rose. Because if you believed that he died and rose, what John? It is difficult for the word of God to penetrate in the heart of this Christian. The seed or the word that was said, it has fallen on the road. And on the road, nothing can grow. So, Lee, whenever this, uh, the word of God is preached in church, and then Rina, no, we don't take it into our hearts and live by that word. It's the same thing as the word, as the seed that has fallen on the on on the road where it will not be able to grow and manifest into something great. I remember at the moment. There are two different buses. Or which bus you belong to. The good one or the bad one. And before you make your decision on which bus you get on. Because So make the right choice. Limo the right choice. Let us decide for ourselves. Are we going to do the will of God? Or are we going to do the will of the devil? today. So let us choose the correct bus that we want to get on. So another thing, as Rina, the Christians, Dirang. we love uh, giving out the offerings, which is not a good, which is not a bad thing. It's actually a good thing. But then at some times, we do not need those offerings. We need your time. Time, you So, 
At times, let us try hard by all means. Udira, barking. Udira nako for dilojamu dim. Ribe dilojarina aside. Now I'm gonna focus on God. And once we can be able to do that, we're gonna thrive in everything. Jamu dim. And we're going to go back to verse uh, 5 and 6, where it says, Other seeds fell on rocky ground where they did not have much soil, and immediately they sprang up since they had no depth of soil. But when, sorry, but when the sun rose, they were scorched, and since they had no root, they withered away. So number two, the type of Christian that we get is an unstable Christian or a shallow heart Christian. This type of Christian here, Jesus Christ shows us that this Christian really loves God and, is, and they get excited about the, the work of God. But then because they are not rooted in the real meaning of what it means to being a Christian or they have not graduated or progressed to a level where they know that uh, Jesus is Lord. And whenever I come across challenges or tribulations, I can conquer anything. They are not at that level. So they end up giving up and turn away from God. They wither, as, the, as it says here from verse 5. So... As Christians, you might find yourself, you've lost your job, or you're getting a divorce, or you're told that you only have a few months left to live on this earth and you will die. And when the, when the news comes to you that you are dying, you just give up. I'm not going to make it. Anyways, I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm going to die. So why should I carry on and praising this Jesus when they've just told me that I'm dying? Or why should I carry on going to church? I've just lost my job. My husband has just left me. Why should I carry on and praise this God? We ask ourselves so many questions and then we end up walking away from God. And then we shouldn't be those type of Christians who walk away whenever we're faced with challenges. When we go to the book of Isaiah 38, verse 1 to 5, we get the story of Hezekiah, where he was told that he is dying. He should put his house in order. So we're going to read it, and then we're going to talk about it. In those days, Hezekiah became sick and was at the point of death. And Isaiah, the prophet, of the, the prophet, the son of Amos, came to him and said to him, The Lord says, set your house in order, for you shall die. You shall not recover. Then Hezekiah turned his face to the wall and prayed to the Lord and said, Please, O Lord, remember how I walked before you in faithfulness and with a whole heart and have done what is good in your sight. 
and Hezekiah wept bitterly. Then the Lord came to Isaiah, go and say to Hezekiah, thus says the Lord, the God of David, your father, I have heard your prayer. I have seen your tears. Behold, I will add 15 years to your life. I will deliver you and this city out of the hand of the king of Israel and will defend this city. So God here, as Hezekiah was, was not feeling well, he was sick, a prophet was sent to, to Hezekiah and he was told that you are dying, so you should put your house in order. So today, if a doctor is saying to you, you are dying, you only have five days to live. There's no turning back for you. What you should do, you should, be, you should do the same as what Hezekiah did. You turn your face to the wall and pray unto the Lord and tell God and remind God of everything that you have done, all the good deeds that you have done in this world. Remind him, remind your God you, you are the only person who know what you have done. So remind God all the good deeds that you have done. I have, you can even say, God, I was giving into your church. I gave my time. I gave by giving offerings tithe. I gave, my neighbor was hungry and I gave them food. There are so many things that you can remind God of, all the good deeds that you have done. So turn to the wall and pray, just as Hezekiah did, and God will make a difference in your life. 15 more years or even 20 will be added unto your life. That job that you were looking for, you were seeking, God will give it unto you. Even though you hear people, when I know that is mine, God will give it to me and he shall do it if we believe in him that he will do it for us. So another question is, what are the good things that, that you will remind God of that you have done on this earth when you are facing challenges? Let us not be Christians who wither when we face challenges. Let us pray and remind God of all the good, de good deeds that we have done in this world, and he shall reward us. Number three, the distracted Christian or a, or a crowded hard Christian. We see this in Matthew 13, verse 7. It says, Other seeds fell among thorns, and the thorns grew up and choked them. And then as well, verse 22, where it explains what it means. As for what was sown among the thorns, this is the one who hears the word. But, care, but the cares of the world and the deceitfulness of the riches choke the word, and it proves unfruitful. Here, Jesus Christ explains that this Christian loves the Lord. But there are things in the life of these Christians that distract these Christians 
from doing the will of God. You're a Christian who has one foot in the world and another foot in faith. So you are both sides. You don't know which way you're going. Uh, soon, we'll be approaching the festive season. Uh, this Christian, we decide it's December. I'm no longer going to church. I just want to enjoy my holidays. And by enjoying these holidays for these Christians, it's by uh, going to parties, drinking, and then associating yourself with things that do not uh, give life or, of, of a Christian. It's not a life of a Christian, what you're doing. And then, for now, I just want to be happy and merry with everyone. And then another one, uh, if I don't do it, what will my family say? But I can support, which is wrong. We shouldn't give in to that. And we should not partake in these ceremonies as God is a jealous God and he doesn't want us to bow before any other gods and worship. So this type of a Christian, they compromise their faith for, worldly, for the worldly things, uh, which will only last for a short period of time. That happiness that you find within that short period of time, yeah, December, it's just for that short period of time. I fell more. You're still not happy. There's no joy that came from it. Or suddenly, some, a desire, a hunger for something which was not filled by that short uh, period. So, for this type of a Christian, Chasing for money is good, but then we have to make sure that we do it. Uh, so, I want to be a millionaire, but then you're doing it the wrong way. You forget about God. Just because you want to get that wealth, which is not good. It makes you to be a distracted Christian who only think about the worldly things, how they will make you happy, which at the end of the day, you will never be happy if mudima are in those things. So, number four, we have a fruitful Christian or a fruit hard Christian. Ritabala Matthew thirteen eight to nine, Lee verse twenty three. The other seeds fell on good soil and produced grain, some a hundredfold, some sixty, some thirty. He who hears who has ears, let him hear. And then verse 22, sorry, verse 23, as for what was sown on good soil, this is the one who hears the word and understands it. 
he indeed bears fruit and yields. In one case, a hundredfold, in another 60, and in another 30. This Christian is living in faith and fulfilling the purpose of life by doing what God has called them to do. This Christian, Orata Mudimu, and here's what the word of God says to him and does what the word of God says. This Christian, they value the principles of Christianity and they are apologetic about their faith. They don't compromise for anyone so that they can be accepted by society or the world. But just like the righteous man, this Christian has fallen many times, but then they always come back and ready to fight for the Lord and to fight for what they believe is right and fight to fulfill the purpose of God. So there are different levels of fruitfulness that we have just read here. It says you will produce grain at 100%, at 60%, and at 30%. It doesn't matter the level that you produce this grain. But what matters is that you produce good fruit, which is doing what is right in front of God and doing it with integrity at all times. I know that we as Christians, we are not perfect, but we should try to live a life of integrity as always so that we can produce this great fruits at 100%, even if it's at a 60%, even if it's at 30, as long as at the end of the day, we are fulfilling the purpose of the Lord. Before I can close, there's a story that I would like to share of a, a young person, a young man who was born healthy. This young person, along the way, he got into a car accident and he was no longer able to walk on his own two feet. So each and every day, his parents and himself, they would pray they would pray each and every day for healing of this boy. So one day this boy, he kept on telling his parents each and every day whenever they had prayer meetings at home. He kept on saying, this is not me. I am not this person. The person that I am is the one that is standing on that picture that is hanging on the wall. I am not this person that is sitting in this wheelchair. I am that person who is standing in that picture. So they kept on having this prayer meetings each and every day. 
So one day in where they were living, there was a crusade and there were men of God who came and then the parents decided to take the boy there. So when they got there, they started preaching and then they did altar call and then they said who, those who are sick and want to be laid hands, they should come forth. So the parents took the boy to the front and then the pastor prayed for that boy. And by his faith, that boy was healed. He stood up and walked away from the chair. And he said, that was not me. This is me. I am standing today because I have faith and I know that Jesus Christ is the one who has healed me. So even us today, as we've read the word of God, we've heard that we hear the word each and every day. Sometimes we don't believe that God can do it for us. But then I want us to go and sit down and keep on praying and believe that God can do it for us as well in our, in, in our hearts, in our lives. What we need to do is believe in him and have faith that he can do it for us. So today, Jesus Christ is asking us as his children, as the chosen ones, are you a stagnant Christian? A Christian who's inactive, who hears the word, but the word means nothing to you. You, you harden your heart. You don't open up your heart for the word to be able to penetrate and work in you? Or are you an unstable Christian who withers whenever they're faced with trials and tribulations? When faced with challenges, you just want to walk away from God. You don't even look back. You don't even care. So God is asking you, are you an unstable Christian? Another one, God is asking again, are you a distracted Christian who loves more of the worldly things than the things of the Lord? Who loves things of the world more than the Lord? Or are you a fruitful Christian who is willing to fulfill the purpose of God? Who is willing to live a life of integrity? No matter the challenges that you shall face, no matter whatever bad thing or good thing that you may come across, are you going to live a life of integrity for the Lord and do his will. Let us all go and do self-introspection on our lives and search within our hearts. And search within our hearts. And decide for ourselves if we are Christians who are stagnant 
or or uh, fruitful Christian, a distracted Christian, let us all go and do self-introspection in our lives and decide for ourselves what type of a Christian are we so that at the end of the day, we are able to fulfill the will of God. I don't have a lot to say, but then this is what God had put in my heart to come and talk to you about.